We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. We got a call from our boy Danny Mac uh-oh. There we go. There it is. I don't know what's better or worse. The fact that we were live streaming no audio at all because everything was falling a fucking part around here. The camera had Sean's head cut off. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. So none nobody heard anything. So we have a fresh start. Welcome, everybody, to this live edition of the Last Ball Podcast on this Friday. I'm your host, Aaron Thompson, and alongside me, as always, are my co-hosts, Nick Warner and Sean. If you think about it, that couldn't have been any better of a situation for the shit show that just happened to start this episode, so I'm very happy about that. I have said it before on this podcast, though. This was going to be my cold open before all hell broke loose. No interest in going to space. I now have zero interest in going to the bottom of the ocean. We'll talk about that in a minute. There's been a lot going on this week and a lot of stuff that I would like to talk to. However, I can't run the show tonight because... We do have a very special guest with us, friend of the show. You know him from the chat. Uh, he let us know that our mics were not on earlier. <laughs> Give it up for Superman JTG Prime. James. Yeah, can we just call him James? Yeah, know, please. He's just so uh, he's in the chat. I, I appreciate him letting us know that we were fucking it up today. Hey, James, how's it going, bud? It's going well. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me back. It's only been two years, and, uh, you know, it's a good time. I love watching the shows. I love participating even more, you know? Uh, We've been doing this podcast for three three years? Going on three years? I think so. really? Because it was COVID when we were doing it. It's been a blur. Yeah, because we started it. We started in 2020 during COVID, and then uh, yeah, we're here now. James, we we've checked in on you once or twice, but you know what? For those who might not have listened before and don't know much about you, tell us what's uh, what's been going on with your life. How you uh, how you living these days? Oh, you know, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Hannah and I are still out here. Uh, I left the Navy uh, in January, hence the new beard. Uh, so getting used to the civilian world uh not very much different still working for the government uh still loving life and uh yeah still drinking good beers is that is that a navy rule is it like no beard whatsoever or is it just it has to be well like maintained no so uh for the navy typically you can't have a beard at all you can get a thing called a no shave chit and the no shave chit basically like you have a medical condition so you can't shave but for whatever reason the U.S. military has decided, due to the way our gas masks are made, we can't have a beard because facial hair could cause it to, like, obstruct if you ever need to put the gas mask on. Every other modern military in the world has, like, a full head gas mask. We have the face one still. So, you know, take that for what you will. Now, can you explain to me the process of getting a no-shave chit or whatever you just said? Like, how do you diagnose that condition? Fair. So, like, a lot of people who, after they shave so many times, they get, like, bumps on their necks or, like, it scars their face. So, like, uh, razor burn? Like most people yeah, get? Yeah, basically, if you have, like, intense razor burn or, like, you, and you can prove this, giving you razor burn bad and ingrown hairs from having to shave so often, you can go see the doctor and get a no-shave chit. Uh, at least that's what we call them in the Navy. I don't know if they call them chits. I don't think they call them chits in the Army or Marine Corps. Have to ask um, that question. That's a new no. one by me. That seems like something very easy that you could have gone and gotten. But you know what? I do. I do agree with the uh, mask thing. We had to do that for my job because uh, 
one of the customers we worked with worked with benzene gas. And if you know anything about that, it is not a good time. If you inhale it, you die very quickly. So we had to, uh, with our respirator training, we had to shave completely. And then if we were ever going on site for that customer, we also had to be shaven so that we could escape the benzene gas. The funniest part about that is that customer had a fence with a sign on it that says gas masks required beyond this point as if the gas couldn't cross the barrier of the magical fence. It so, can't. Yeah, That's no. how it works. There's a sign. Hey, benzene gas, get out of here. Well, I, uh, I digress. James, I hear that you were a part of this brew review uh, for Nick's week. Is that is that correct? That is correct. Uh, due to like us being in two very different locations, uh, we had to kind of coordinate on what it was. He let me pick a couple options, and whatever he could find at your local liquor store is what we got. So uh, going with a little New Belgium Voodoo Ranger today. Okay. Love it. I love how he just went right into it, you know? He's like, I'm taking this over. This is my, this my is, brew review. This is James' brew review. Ooh. I hope it scores low because I really oh, would hate wow, this I, I would really hate the, the new guy, the guest, to show me up in something that we do every single week. <laughs> so Well, you've been consistently bad, so I mean you know, it, it, it's it's a, a law. You know where like you know Thompson just does bad. I get it. No, nope. <laughs> I tried to give you an out. I recommended one not too long ago. Hey, that's on my list. I've had multiple people recommend things to me, and I'm trying all of them. And so far, we're still searching. So little does he know that like I'm paying these people to recommend shitty beers, so it continually does like worse and worse every time. Saboteur. All right, so uh, James, it's your beer. Uh, do you want the honor, or do you want to go last? I'll go last. You guys go right ahead. I'm going to go ahead and take a sip and uh, let you guys kind of get to it. Oh, for those, I I did forget, for those who might be on the stream that are new, uh, the reason we are drinking beers and doing brew review is because we do this podcast every week while trying to drink, attempting to drink six beers in 60 minutes. Each beer does have to be at or above 5% alcohol by volume. Voodoo Ranger. It's an IPA, so I feel like it's way above the uh, 5%. Seven percent. All right, so uh, this does meet the criteria. All right, the uh, slaps score. It's going to be really high. I just made that up. The slap, like it yeah, slaps. It's like how much it slaps. Like the the IPA slaps you in the face. Yeah, so like the IBUs. Like how much do the the hops just beat the shit out of you? Yep. Actually, I mean IBUs, International Bitterness Unit. That's how you measure. Like IPAs are a lot higher than anything else. The head of this beer. It's almost like it's a solid. There's no liquid in this. It just the the head is like just a solid piece across the top of this beer. I should have kept it in the can. Why am I the only one drinking out of our bud mugs? By the way, is this not I, because a thing it's anymore? not Christmas time? I didn't know this was just. Oh, I no. I don't care. I love that you're still drinking out of it. Um, but I feel like it's a seasonal thing. Like <clears throat> immediately after uh, Thanksgiving, I'll start drinking out of it with you. We'll work on mm. the. Um, we need a summer edition. Yeah, no, we'll just work on the 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 last call podcast mugs instead. How about that? There, I like that one. <laughs> Love oh, that. We can go to we can go to like a, one of those little pottery classes near us, and like you know, we all have to draw the little logo ourselves and just look how <laughs> shitty they look. And like, hey, there's a mug. It'd be we'll horrible. It. Horrible. All right, who's, who's starting it off? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You two. I'm still trying to get the phone to go okay. down. So you two. Why do I always start? Um, You're a very decisive reviewer. I've already put my score in. I'm I'm trying to be objective. Every time I drink a, an IPA, I feel like a hipster. Um, I feel like it's. I feel like a lot of people have gone through an IPA phase where like that's all they drink. I know a couple of my friends have gone through it. I don't know if you've both of you have gone through it or yet. I don't know. I like an occasional IPA. Um, I, 
I don't know. It, it's a it's a good IP. I've had it before. Um, I'd say six point five. 6.5. I do find it ironic that the man with the man bun has not felt like a hipster until this very moment no, drinking said, an IPA. No, I just continually always get called a hipster. I'm just saying this now like tries to have me like lean into it. Very drinkable IPA. Very drinkable IPA. I would agree. I wanted somebody else to say it before I said it. Very drinkable. Because sometimes, uh, and I've said this before, could I drink more than one of them? Drinkability is definitely a factor. Yeah. In in the score, because you're not gonna. Just, if I if I can only drink sticking at one, if I can only yeah. drink one, eh, it's it's hard to say it's a great then beer. You're a quitter. Okay, well maybe that's the it's case. The wrong attitude right. to have. I'm gonna say, I do like a good IPA. I'm gonna give this one a. I'm gonna go a little bit higher than Sean. Actually, I don't think I've ever been higher than Sean on any beer ever. I think this is gonna be like a six seven. Six seven. I am going to be an outlier here. Or James, do you, you, you want me to go, right? You want to go last? Oh. I'm good with either way. Sorry about that. I was also checking to see if the mic was on. on no, no, you're good. You're good. You're coming through loud and clear. Perfect. Um, I am clearly an outlier. I gave it a 7.6. Oh, God. Oh, you went, you went high. Oh, I God. I think it's really good. I'm a big fan of this. I've never had it before. Um, and I was a little worried for you guys that it was going to be a little bit too bitter being an IPA. We're very used to sours around here. I like I like the bitterness. And now that I've heard your score, I want to change, but I can't. Yeah. I know it's, I can't. The score's Locked input. in. Yeah. James, I w- I'll, I'll let you know. I think I lowballed this one. A li- I would not have gone 7-6. All right. I, w- no. I wouldn't have gone that, but I did lowball this one a little bit. On- Let's well, I'm- Go for it. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no. I, so this is my first time having this uh, Voodoo Ranger too. I've been seeing it, but at the same time, kind of feel the same way. Where like I'm, I've gotten older and I'm outgrown my IPA phase. So See, I, told I saw you it. I know New Belgium makes some really good stuff, uh, and I was like, well, let's give it a shot. Uh, I think it's very drinkable. I'm very surprised it's not as bitter as I thought it was going to be. Uh, I was thinking like a seven three. Oh, there okay. we go. 7-3. For the first time, we have three scores. I had to do a little extra Excel math here. Look four at that. Scores. I added you an added extra a column. <laughs> an extra column I mean, and an oh, extra row. Dude, he's oh, God. whipping it up. Yeah. All right. That is a 6-7, a 7-6, a 6-5, and a 7-3 for an average score of 7.0. Wow. 7.0. That is that is up there. Uh, We're going to find out real quick here. Uh, that is number five on the list. Congratulations, James. So, I will. I, I'm going to throw this one out there. There's five a six. or six. It's, it's six. six. It's counting's hard. <laughs> no, it's five. Is it? No, it's five. I counted correctly. Counting's hard, isn't it? Math is hard. Oh 6. wait. Point nine average. Wait. wait oh no 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 no. Nice. Hang on. My math. My formula is messed up. So it'd be tied for fifth, but yeah. It messed up. No, it's, yeah, tied for fifth. There we go. It's official. And we're back to where we started. Congratulations, James. I hate You're you. better than Aaron. I'm not going to talk to you the rest of the know, podcast. You can come in with bush light. And get That's going to make it oh. way more boring for us, you know what I'm saying? I will say, I, I'm, I like Yingling, whatever the 
fuck they did to that Roaring Eagle mango was horrible. I like how you keep bringing that one up. As like, it's bad. because I, I, No, I, I, because I went back to it. Why can't you just leave that in the past? Because it haunts me because I pull it out every once in a while to drink thing was, it. was is that you were the one who rated it the lowest. Like I was just like, you know what? It's not the worst thing in the world. It's not the greatest thing in the world. I think I gave it like a mid-tier, like, like 5 out of 10. And you just said, no. Fuck this, two point seven or something like that. It was really bad. Yeah, you 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 ruined I, that one. I tried drinking it the other week because we have extra because it was that bad and I couldn't get through it. I had to I had to stop drinking it. It was so that week I, I clearly did not finish my six beers because one of mine was undrinkable. <laughs> so so what happened this week? Was Dude, there something crazy that happened? Because I just hey, let's let's, I was, let's talk to the water boy about it. Well, Mr. hold on, Man hold on. No, 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 no. Well, there's multiple things that I want to bring up, but I did preface this at the beginning when I said I don't want to go to space, and I no longer want to. I never wanted to go to the ocean floor. Don't lie. I've never wanted to it go to the ocean. Like a floor. rock, if you were in the ocean. I don't know. I think I float pretty well. However, James, being in the Navy, have you ever been on a submarine? I actually have. How long? Uh, it was actually only for a week. Uh, so I did one while it was underway for a week, and I did another one uh, while I was in dry dock. So it wasn't underway, but I, I have done a submarine before. And what is that experience like? In, in, I'm uh, gonna... <laughs> so there's one thing to go down for like a couple of hours, like in a, like a scuba diver type scenario. However, when you're there for a week, what... I mean, do you get claustrophobic or do you really have to not be claustrophobic to go onto a submarine? I feel like you probably would not want to be claustrophobic going I, well, to a I, small metal tube deep down in the ocean. So oh, well, let's, I, I understand, but how roomy are they on the, the inside? They're not roomy on the inside. They are not? No, heck no. Uh, so there are two, well, there are technically three types of submarines in the U.S. Navy. I was on an SSBN, so a ballistic missile nuclear submarine. Oh. Uh, there's also GNs, which carry Hands like land off. attack cruise missiles, and then SSNs, which are like normal, we call them fast attacks. So submarines that typically hunt other submarines. Mm. Uh, so I was on the USS Alaska for about a week, and it is a bigger submarine. Uh, they're about the same size lengthwise as like a Navy destroyer or frigate give about. Damn. Long story short, though, it is still cramped. They shove a lot in that little tube under the sea, and uh, when you hear the like, when you start diving and you hear it creaking from the water pressure pushing on the outside of the submarine, you get a little, uh, you start getting claustrophobic real quick, even if you're usually not. Who, so, who designed this? What school did they go to? Like, uh, did they pass? I went to Ivy Tech. Did they, did they pay for their degree? I went to University of Phoenix online. <laughs> I make water things. So, did you get to use the little periscope? Is that a thing, actually? The yeah, little... they do have periscopes. Oh. Uh, modern. Uh, That'd be so cool. I don't. Modern Navy submarines have like this uh, Xbox controller, literally Xbox 360 controller to control the periscope. So when everybody was freaking out this week about the controller. Uh, on the other submarine, which I assume we're going to talk about. At yeah, the, 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 so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second, but go ahead. But yeah, so yeah, you can control this periscope with it, and plus I've, uh, they also have like some old school ones as well. Uh, but it's a, it's a different time. It, uh, you know, in the Navy, we call them bubbleheads. It takes a different type of person to just have a Navy career on a submarine. So would you say that like, so this, this might be a weird question, but maybe not. So like, I don't know how long a submarine is like actually submersed 
underwater. So I, I know they can obviously like, you know, be at the top of the water or go when they need to go under. But like one time I went on a, a cruise with some friends in college and just like the passage of time when I was on the boat, we were on it for seven days. It felt like it was fucking forever. So like imagine being underwater and just having no like grasp of like time, like where like you can't see the sun, it's just dark all the time. There's no windows, like they're just like losing your mind. That you're like, I, I don't know what day it is. I don't know how long I've been on here. Real quick, that's a I'm much sorry. better question than I thought you were going to ask. I thought you were going to ask if the submarine had to come up for air like a fucking whale. <laughs> like how long can it be submerged before it oh, has to man. come back up for air? And so it's funny that's you say that. I'm going to both of these at once. So so submarines do have to come up for air. <laughs> Uh, there, there are so the U.S. Navy submarines are nuclear powered, so they don't have to come up typically. Uh, however, when they run on their diesel electric generators, and most other navies in the world use diesel electric generator submarines, they have to snorkel and come up for air like like a whale does, so they can go back under and like get fresh air and get all the exhaust yeah, out. The people when they breathe, you know. when they when they come up, is it like? <laughs> do they spew a little thing like a blowhole <laughs> uh, usually not but like I thought it was funny that you said yeah they don't have to come up for air but yeah I love the idea that submarines are just mechanical whales <laughs> I mean more or less some of them kind of are yeah that's how that would work and then you were like how long do they go underway it actually depends on the submarine uh, the only limiting factor for U.S. Navy submarines is typically the food, like how long until your food runs out. But most of the time for, like, ballistic missile submarines, they get underway, and they are gone and underwater for six months at a time. Damn. So when you have to resupply, you're doing that off of a Navy ship, right? You're not going to land. You're not, you know, beaching this mechanical whale. Okay. You're, you're going next to the ship, and then they're dropping stuff in, and then you're going back down. They just throw it in the water. You go pick it up. <laughs> like uh, I actually don't. I I don't actually know how they replenish submarines because you can't do a typical replenishment at sea like you would for a ship for a submarine because like it's just not designed like that. I actually do think they have to go back to port to get food. I I don't know if there's a way to replenish food on a submarine at sea. I maybe because I mean I'm assuming that navy ship probably needs their food, so they're probably not going to divvy out rations unless they went out for the intent of supplying submarines. Right. I mean, I, I have no idea. I'm not in the Navy. I'm just no, no. Like there, so like there are special ships, uh, USNS vessels that are logistic ships. And I know I'm giving you guys too much naval history, and I'm so sorry. Uh, but like they, uh, typically when you do an underway replenishment at sea, like there's a line you have to shoot across, and like the ship pushes them through. Uh, someone in the chat said Uber Eats, 100. You know, I have to make sure my drone can send it to me. Uh, but no. Uh, I, I don't submarines don't really have the ability to do that so I don't know how they actually replenish I think they actually do have to pull into port so we're going to go into the topic that we've been hinting about but not really talked about which is the Titan that went down to the ocean floor to see the Titanic and uh, unfortunately what was it yesterday um, they found out that there are no survivors. They went too far, and the uh, essentially the submarine collapsed in on itself and killed everybody immediately. Mm-hmm. I was curious. I, I did do a search to see what because the the word that was used was spontaneous spontaneous implosion. 
And I was curious if you could find anything like on YouTube or the internet of what does that even look like? I mean, like what can. is what is a spontaneous implosion? So I, so I don't I don't know if that's like the correct terminology that I would use. So like there's another there's there's been a lot of these terrible events over the years, but um, like the Biford Dolphin is it was a diving bell incident with like you know submersion divers that they're you know they're usually roughly welding at you know thousand feet underwater ton of pressure but they they described it as like when something goes like horribly wrong it's like explosive decompression and so like you have all of the pressure of like the water pushing in on something and it's trying to push the air out so it can rush in so like there was a there was a, a video i saw of someone that like you can literally take like a you know a, a soda can and then you have uh, some water you heat up the soda can to where it's you know super hot, and then you put it in the water, and the it'll immediately just shrink to like as small as it can go, and like that's essentially what happened to that particular submarine. Just yeah, like there's, just there's, squeezed on itself. Yeah. There's no so, there's a really or anything. I really I wish I I wish I could pull it up right now, <clears throat> but if you Google, there's a uh, a tank car like a what you would see like they transport like oil uh, on like trains. There's a really cool video if you type in oil train car implosion. Watch that, and it literally, it, I mean, this giant thing just goes, and it squeezes in, like, in an instant. And so I think I <clears throat> I was reading some comments, and, and this is on Reddit, so take it for what it's worth. So imagine that that all that pressure is trying to push its way and get its way, or make its way into... Like, that water's trying to push its way into the actual capsule, right? Somebody said that water would have been coming in at, like, a 1,000 kilometers an hour. And so it is, like, a, an extremely high-pressure uh, pressure washer. Like, just would have wash, rushed in the, that quick. The thing that I saw was that it was... It, any fatality would have been instant. Yeah. Like, they, you, they, they're, they're going along, they're going along, and... They're no longer going along. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it's it's not like it's a long drop. Like they're not drowning. Um, you know, everyone thought they were going to run out of air. That wasn't a problem. And like yeah. that's it, like you know, it's it's almost like yeah, they're not they're, they're there and they're not there. Like so, it's like it's pretty crazy. It's probably the best I thing mean, that would have happened if it was yeah. to, if it was to go sideways. Yeah. So sorry, James. Go ahead. Oh no, no, no. I was going to say the exact same thing. Like if it was if you're going to die in a submarine, I guess that's the best way to go. At least it's over. Like in. They probably didn't even notice. They're probably like, "Do you guys hear that?" And it was just over. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound. Boom, done. Hey guys, crazy. Hey guys, what are you looking forward to for the? <laughs> and we're done. yeah, and, and, and like, oh, I didn't mean to step on you, Tom. Go ahead. No, you're good. It's just it's. I don't know how I feel about it because I I can't lie. There were a lot a lot of memes that came out about the situation because I don't think people really had much sympathy for the whole ordeal people very wealthy paid a lot of money to do this thing but at the end of the day there's still people with feelings that were in a terrible situation um i do i've seen some of the things about the ceo and video uh on him whether or not they're accurate he seemed to think that he was smarter than what he was uh, from the videos that I've seen, it, like he's like, "Oh, people tell me not to do this, but I think we got a good engineering team, and I think you know I can prove them wrong or whatever." Like th that's kind of what I took away from some of his videos, which I think is very ignorant uh, for somebody who is taking other people to. Like, what if Jeff Bezos said that when 
he was taking people to space, right? I mean, it, and then that was a catastrophic failure. That's kind of what this would be like. So I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, again, I'm glad it was instantaneous if there was a catastrophic thing that they weren't just suffocating and, you know, trapped down there. But at the same time, people did lose their lives because they wanted an adventure. But I mean, that happens. So not to get morbid or anything, a a kid in high school. uh, Ignore that. A kid that I went to high school with um, went on a rock climbing expedition and he ended up falling and died. Oh, Jesus. In in high school. And so uh, some people are willing to put themselves in those positions in order for whatever thrill. And it's very sad when things like this happen. But at the same time, you also kind of know the risks, right? Right. And you you have to accept that. But it's still sad. I did see... James, do you have anything else on this before I go off I, on a tangent here? I, I, I oh, no, no. Or, so or, I was actually do anybody gonna, because I'm, I, I'm about to go off on something completely oh, different boy. here. I do well, have, I'll I do hop have, in real quick and be go like, go I completely agree with what you're saying about all the memes. I had actually been talking to Sean about uh, before this started, like uh, the podcast started, that normally if this like a normal family or group had like gone out and something happened, like I'm thinking like the guys who go hiking and get stuck in a cave because there's a collapse and everyone's like, oh, thoughts and prayers, hope they're okay. I feel like it's kind of the eat the rich situation where like, oh, these these, you know, people paid two hundred and fifty K to go see the Titanic on a submarine some dude built in his backyard. And like, granted the guy had had a couple of successful trips with it, but the number of memes just making fun of these people in the submarine that were like we didn't know we're dead yet was a little bit much, right? Like I, mean, I, think I know exactly is... what you're saying, we're like they're still humans and like the memeing of it was so ridiculous. I don't know. I think it's one of those things where, like, you know, it's it's the uh, it's the like evolution of like how we deal with like things like this. So, like, obviously, you know, we've had a lot of catastrophic events that have happened in, within our lifetime alone. And like when we were younger, a lot of that stuff was like, you know, you didn't talk about it, whatever. But then, like, eventually, like even now, like nine eleven jokes are pretty prevalent. And it's like that's a terrible thing that happened. You know, three thousand. Plus, people lost their lives. You know, people, or, you know, tens of thousands, like, their lives were completely changed after that. But I think, like, the natural evolution of, like, the internet and people just coping with, like, things like this is just, like, dude, I just got to laugh. Like, I got to make something out of it. And so, like, it was just instantaneous, like, meme after meme after meme. Like, like trying to lessen it up a little bit, but it's just a coping thing. So, I, I, like, I don't think it's maybe as nefarious as we wanted to think it is, but it also at the same time it can come across that way. Just want to throw this out there. I, I was reading something about this whole. I would I would call it like extreme tourism, or is how they define it. I did not realize how big this industry was. Uh, the adventure tourism industry. This is something. That, uh, this is from uh, uh, what what is this? Morning Brew. Uh, it's a, a little service that I get every single morning. I get a little ping that sends me like the highlights of the of the news for the day. The adventure tourism industry was expected to skyrocket from $322 billion in 2022 to more than $1 trillion in 2023. Now, that would include things like like the Titanic, Mount Everest, going to the South Pole, whatever. That industry is a lot bigger than I thought it was. Like, that's huge. But then I guess you also think this is $250,000 for one way, like one ticket. Hmm. Compared to like, I guess your normal tourism industry, 
like where it's like oh you're taking a ticket to go to uh, go to Europe you know it's 1500 bucks or whatever something like that well I mean in, in this case it was a one way ticket uh, yeah I did uh, kind of stutter uh, in that one yeah <laughs> no un- unfortunately uh, yeah um <laughs> crazy I'm, but I, I just didn't realize that that industry pulls in that much money but I mean it, I guess it makes sense well when you have to be that rich in order to do it then yeah it's well, one mean, it's 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 something that you can brag about so like you know rich people they're already rich so like you can't be like oh I make a fuck ton of money it's like nah man like I, I but the one of the guys on that submarine he had done the blue origin space flight trip and then now he's doing like so he's just doing bragging rights like well I've been to space I've seen the Titanic he'd probably try to get on the fucking Mariana's trench if he could like he's like it's just like bragging rights about all this random shit that he could do you know maybe next thing was climbing climbing Mount Everest or something the, the crazy thing is uh what was this at like 3,000 meters or something like that I think 13,000 feet is the where the Titanic is it was, no it's gotta be deeper than that no it was like it's two and a half miles yeah two two and a half miles something like that uh but then mariana trench or whatever the name of it is what it's like ten thousand meters or something like that Mount james Everest i don't is like dwarfed in comparison to like yeah how deep it is, is insane how stuff and i can't believe that stuff survives down there like how in the world no it's it doesn't make sense it doesn't it doesn't at all um I was right. I, you guys were wrong the Titanic was, right, say, John, about John was right. 12,500 feet oh, deep. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Oh, yeah. 5,280 feet in a mile. I'd say, two, yeah, two and a half miles. Yeah. Okay. Good, Good job. Hey. Congrats, Sean. You know conversions. <laughs> I, I was going to say something cool about the making light of it. I Part of me thinks, yeah, okay, we're going to make light of a bad situation. Also, part of me thinks is that this whole social media world is very narcissistic. Narcissistic. And we are going to make profit off of bad situations. So we are going to make viral TikToks. We're going to make viral posts oh, yes, about whatever. And we're going to make money off of these people's demise, which well, is happened. also very, it's kind of sad, right? It's like I get it. Around forever though. I get it. You can. It's just, it's, it's very sad. Who, there was a politician at one point that said, uh, don't let, Essentially, a tragedy. Don't let a good crisis go to waste. Yes, don't let a good crisis go to waste. Don't let a tragedy go to waste. No, I mean it's literally profit profiting off of people's deaths is like literally the history of all time. Like, yeah, like wars are started over that shit just for fun. Like, hey, we need to pump the economy. Let's go get in a war real quick. I, I the the gear that I was going to change here was. Did you see the stepson of one of the passengers? The billionaire went yeah. to a Blink-182 concert and was saying they would have wanted this for me. Like, like this really is what did. they would have wanted me to be doing. And then, the allegedly... Small things. And <laughs> allegedly... <laughs> sorry, that, that was pretty good. That was really good. That was a pretty hey, good joke. I'll do it again. <laughs> oh, yeah, we gotta move on to something Well, I'll, I'll, no, no, I'll help. I'll help. I, I have, so, like, apparently he also... <laughs> Like shared a thirst trap. Yes, and he got into beef with Cardi B online. <laughs> yeah, what a way to like wow. escalate yourself into hey, the. He's popular now, though. Look at him go into the I, spotlight. No idea who this kid is. All I saw was that he went to a Blink One Eighty Two concert, saying that they would have wanted this for me. Then he got into did the thirst trap thing, and then he got into online beef with Cardi B. See, but this is more of like a Jack Sparrow thing. Like, I don't know who this kid is. He's like, but you have heard of me. 
<laughs> anybody could be this kid. So that was the uh, that was the side note. However, Sean, you made mention of other tragedies, one of them being 9-11. And since then, flying has been an absolute nightmare. It, it just, the security that we go through, yeah. uh, again, no, warranted, we need it. And I heard that you have a little bit of a story yeah. related to TSA. So yep. that's yeah, what, what, what's going on here. Uh, so, I, so I traveled this week for work um, and I was going through an airport. I was coming back home, flying back home. And I saw, you know, the, I hate this airport. It's a Charlotte airport to be specific. Um, it's always just ridiculously long lines to do anything. And they, they route like four gates through one security and then like TSA pre-check gets their one and then like a gate gets their own. I'm like, why are we routing everyone else through one entire security thing when everyone else has to go, like every other gate gets like one particular thing. So I wait forever in line. I get to the point where like you're about to start putting your stuff in bins and they have like this little auto bin thing that sends out stuff, like all the bins where you put it in there. And like, of course, no one's listening to like the people behind it. And like, this is why I, I, I will like sympathize with the TSA people no one ever listens. I don't know why people can't listen. They're like, hey, take off your hoodies, put them in their own bin, get your electronics, put them in their own bin. People are like, do I need to put my laptop in here? Like, motherfucker, it's, you put it in its own bin. It's very simple. It's don't, like, listen, don't overcomplicate it. Yeah, just, just put it in the bin and move along. Like, you're going to need three to four bins if you have a laptop, if you have your own hoodie, if you have to put your bag and thing. Like, you're probably going to need three to four. But everyone just, they just stand there like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, God, it's not that hard. Dude, I, I have a handful of bins. Like, yeah. I, I just take a handful of bins and whatever I don't need, like, I'm just throwing stupid shit in there. Well, the, and just like... The best part is, if you don't use it, you pass it to the person behind you. Now they have a bin and whatever. Yeah. Do, James, do what did you have? Y'all got to pay for that TSA pre-check, so I'm saying. I also <laughs> want to shout I've, out, fuck the Charlotte airport. That thing is horrible. Yeah, it's it's awful. And I keep, like, I had TSA pre-check for my first job out of college, and I wish I just would have kept it up because it expires, I think, every two years or something like that. Worth every penny. Um, but, yeah, it does help that. So, like, I'm waiting in line. I finally get to the point where I can go stand, get my bins, put that in there. The guy's, like, the TSA guy's, like, losing his mind because people just aren't paying attention. I'm like, dude, I got you. I put all my stuff in correctly the first time. I go, and then I wait in line to get in the body scanner. So if anyone hasn't been to the airport, there's this little body scanner you go into, and you have to stand on the little – there's little yellow feet marks, and you put your hands up like this. It scans you, and then usually you walk through. So I get, it gets to my point. I get in there. I stand. I've done this a billion times. So I sit there, do it. And I walk out. She's like, actually, could you go back in real quick? I was like, yeah, sure. So I go back in, do it again. She's like, look. And she's like, hmm, can we do it one more time? I was like, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I was like, whatever. So I do it for the third time. And then I like, this time when I walk out, I look at the screen real quick. And there's a whole bunch of like boxes around my groin area. And I was like, <laughs> I don't like this. I do not like where this is going at all. This is probably the worst way this could go. She looks at me. She's like, sir, do you have like maybe anything in your pants? And I was like, I've cleared my pockets. Like nothing is there. She's like, like you double checked. I was like, yep. She's like, well, by protocol, we're going to need to look. And I was like, <laughs> wonderful. I was like, what exactly does that entail? Just so I'm like ready for it. She's like, well, like myself or my coworker here is going to have to pat the area down. And I was like, okay, that's not terrible. Um, and then I thought like, this meant like we're going to go to another room and, you know, like away from people. 
nope. They just have me scoot over out of the line of people that are coming through, and then her coworker just goes to town on that area, just feeling around <laughs> it. He's like, I got to go from the back now. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And like this like family with their children are walking by, and the little kid's like, what's going on here? And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is the worst fucking time I've ever had in an airport. For like two to three minutes, they were just figuring it out. And I was like, I really don't have anything. Like, I don't know why it was, like, throwing that up there, but Jesus Christ. So, Sean, I, Sean said God gave me this. <laughs> I, I know you're impressed. <laughs> so, I'm not going to lie. Same experience. I'm not gonna, it, it was an indie, though. It was an indie. See, yeah, luckily I've never had that in the indie one. It, it did this whole thing, right? And I walk out, and they had the screen up, only it wasn't boxes. It was a heat map, and it was just a heat map right there. And I'm like... You gotta be kidding me! <laughs> and it was my brother's bachelor party, so every single one of them watched me get patted down in that little room, and I'm like, I'm a little uncomfortable. At least you guys got to your destination. I think I've told the story where I was trying to fly to home to see my parents, and I went to the airport. That happened to me. Large, very large man patted me down. My flight got canceled, and I went home. <laughs> <laughs> You just gotta. He's like, I, wanted, I, I was trying so hard not to. I was trying to make not like you know be like you know upset about it or like you know really make a scene out of it. I was just like, this is just really weird because like everyone in that entire security line was just like, like what's going on there? Like what's this guy doing? Like what Dude, the fuck is that? Did so when I messed up my ankle real bad and I was in a wheelchair and a cast and whatever. I was I was again flying home for the holidays and I went through TSA or I you know went through security. They made me get out. I didn't have my crutches with me because I had to like check them. They made me get out of my wheelchair and just like stand there like a fucking pelican or like a flamingo on one leg while they searched the chair. <laughs> Where it, what's I was like, here? this is a this is an airport issued chair. And they're like, sir, can you get up? Because uh, we got to like pat the chair down. He put like, a switchblade in they, there. they didn't only just pat me down. They also pat literally frisked the chair as if the chair was like the culprit. In the hey, situation. chair was looking pretty sketch. Yeah. So, no, TSA is, is something just absolutely wild. Again, I appreciate. Here's here's my thing about TSA, man. And it's kind of scary because I've gotten through on and I will preface this by saying unbeknownst what you say here i will preface this by un again. <laughs> unbeknownst to me like a felony unbeknownst to me i have flown through with contraband that they should have confiscated from me and they did not and then it wasn't until i tried to fly home that they found it and then they took it from me i was like i flew all the way here i didn't even know that was in my bag and now you're gonna find it i was like you guys sometimes I just question whether or not you guys are actually like paying attention to anything. I mean, it's a they they see a ton of people depending on the airport. Like, I don't know. I mean, it, it's a needed job. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm glad that like well, I, I you know if I have to do that, then that's fine. Like, I still got to go home. Like, there was no problems on the flight. The funny the funny thing is one of them was this new technology where it's like, oh, you can just put your entire bag through. You don't need to take anything out. And it creates a 3D model of your bag and x-rays it and does all this stuff. And then they can like rotate the bag in different dimensions and see everything that's in your bag. That was that was the bag that had contraband in it. Didn't fucking find it. I was like, this new technology is 
trash. <laughs> like, We're working on it. Like, have you seen that they're having to like stop the rollout of those things? I've what? not seen that. Oh, I'm sorry. The the freaking uh, the new 3D X-ray scans. Uh, they just had to stop the rollout of them because like it's getting to the summer seasons. Everyone's traveling, so like the testing airport to just put them in because it takes so much longer than traditional scanning. See, I, think, oh I, I think the Indy one has them now because it, like I, when I flew out a month or less than a month ago, it was, they had different scanners and now they have new ones and it does take a lot. Well, I was like, once I got through the body scanner, I was just standing there. I was like, where the hell is my shit? And like, there's like a line of people now that are just like waiting. And so I think they maybe they are one of the test ones, but like it does take like a significantly longer amount of time to get out of there. You know, you know what's funny? You and I went on a trip. Uh, it was either I forget which trip. It was during COVID. I don't think it was during COVID. I think it was the one we took after um, college out west, mm. and the line was so long. They were just like keep on moving and we're like do we have to take off our shoes they're like nope just keep going through that whole taking off your shoes thing apparently is an absolute crock they're just like no your shoes are fine it was like every other time i've been to the airport my shoes are i've you always know, had to take off my shoes i've never not had to do that we one time they said nope you don't have to take off your shoes but i digress we're living in some crazy times man and um i think we've talked a little bit about alex jones in the past correct we talked uh, about he 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 the he got he, frogs gay. Dude, did you see what one of the presidential candidates recently came out and said? Mm-mm. Which one? Uh Robert Kennedy. Oh, I knew it was coming. Robert Kennedy is turning Junior? Yes. Okay. Turning himself into essentially Alex Jones 2.0. Aye. This really? this man. Oh, is this why? Okay, so I got on Joe, Joe Rogan podcast, right? Oh, and because I needed something to listen to at work, and I went on to this episode, and I look, and it says most shared. But I started listening to this, and I stopped. But what what did I miss? So you stopped because of his voice, didn't you? I have to ask. I'm so sorry. Uh, it it was tough to listen to. <laughs> he sounds like he's gargling marbles. I thought it, he sounds like he's very choked up, like somebody that has gotten in trouble. Like when I was a kid, I know I got choked up when I did something wrong and I was trying to explain it to my mom and that's what it sounds like. And that's no offense to his voice, but I'm just saying it, it, it was difficult to listen to. So he, here's the thing. And I know you guys sounds like a crybaby. I know you guys say stuff about <laughs> I know you guys say stuff about different like conspiracy theories I bring up. I bring them up because I think some of them are interesting or at least Do you believe them? Huh? Huh? I don't believe any conspiracy theories until they're okay, proven well, correct. Why are you tucking your tin cap in your pocket right now? <laughs> oh, oh my god, is that showing? I'm sorry. <laughs> so the the thing that the first thing that he said of note on it, and it was on Joe Rogan's podcast was about uh, JFK that he was a he was killed by the CIA and the reason he was killed by the CIA according to Robert Kennedy on Joe Rogan's podcast was he did not want to go to war and so the CIA and the military like the Cuban Missile Crisis yes right. he was he was saying we are not going to go to war and the military and the CIA said sir we have to do this we have to you know whatever and they were pushing for him to make these military movements and like he said, said and know, he said no economy 
you know, getting a war, it boosts the economy. That's what the apparently, allegedly at the time, that's what the military was saying. And so he said the CIA killed my uncle. And if I become president, because he is running for president, they'll probably kill me too. So I think it's interesting that a family member of him, again, could be crazy. I have no idea. I, I Other than this topic, I have not actually talked to him. Could be crazy, but a family member of the person who was assassinated is saying that the CIA did it. I don't know if that holds any weight or not. But the second thing that he said was exactly what Alex Jones said, you know, the, the viral clip of, it's turning the frogs gay, yeah. right? He said that, I don't know if he, James, you might know. Do you know what I'm talking about where he was saying there's something in the water? Yeah. I, I, I forget the actual, uh, can one of you guys look at, you guys, can, it's Googleable. You can look this up. There's some chemical that I don't remember, James, if he said they were putting, uh, it was the government or some other municipality or whatever was putting stuff in the water that was turning kids gay and trans. It's, it's well, wait, just... hold up. Uh, uh, for Alex Jones and the frog gay thing, I think it was like a certain fluoride or chemical they were putting in the water, and I think Alex Jones actually ended up being right that it was like it not turning frogs gay, but like certain frogs can change gender. And like if you can Google that, like I think he was actually correct well, about so like that like, one location. I it was like reptiles, it was more of a like temperature of like when they're like born. So like with like uh, sea turtles, oh, like depending on the day no. they're born and what how hot it is, like that'll change whether they're female or male i don't know i don't not, not you know any kind of biologist or anything like that but like reading this one it says that robert kennedy jr claims that chemicals in the water are turning boys transgender that's what, that's yes. a bit much that's that's exactly what he said and um, he's also anti-vax too so just throwing that out there that was another thing and it so this guy who is also running for president is essentially because like at this point is kind of Alex Jones 2.0 where he's saying outlandish things again I don't I'm not going to say he's right I'm not going to say he's not because I haven't looked into any of this shit I have absolutely no idea and you know what you can lambast me because I say I don't know but I, I'm I literally have no idea it's just crazy to me that this guy is is saying these these things and then YouTube actually took down Joe Rogan's podcast, that episode, because of the things that he said on mm. that podcast. Interesting. Mm. I think the, vac- the vaccine stuff is what flagged him because they still have the like the medical warning thing where if you say something that might not be medically correct, they take it down. I'm not yeah. 100% for that at all by any means. I just wanted to. Oh, I'm going to. That that's absolutely bullshit. That's. that's... Oh, <laughs> No, oh, that we got it That was yeah, that was muted. Ah. I have the master headphones. I can hear everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I hear everything. For, well, now we have to say. For those of you who are wondering that? what I'm talking about, uh, my phone was ringing and it's connected. No. It was to... a guest caller. We could have had him on. <laughs> Wait, we could have also. <laughs> hey, surprise! You're on a podcast. Like a surprise guest. Yeah, no, it, it was my brother, <laughs> and he has told me multiple times that he he is not joining the podcast. Um, oh. But anyways, I I just think it's interesting to me. Again, I don't think he's any sort of real candidate at this point. Uh, I know nothing about him. I've heard nothing other than these things that caught media attention. I just thought that was crazy. Um, But, dude, politics is an absolute circus. And uh, speaking of circuses, my uh, girlfriend just told me that she was going to the circus tonight. 
Not here. She's she's out of town. But I, was she's, like, I was like, what the no. fuck? Who, what kind of circus? Yeah, what is the Ringing Bar? What is it? Ringing Brothers? The Ringling Brothers shut down, yeah. I, so I don't know what it would be at this point. Yeah, it's... um. I don't know. It's just the the local circus. I have no idea. I didn't even know that's a thing. You have a local (laughs) circus? So, James, I have a question to you. Have you ever been to the circus? Fuck yeah, I have. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Dude, I saw a trapeze bar. I've been there. I I've saw never it seen nobody get so excited about the circus. No, the only reason I was going to say that is like I have like a childhood like core memory situation oh, behind like, the circus. I remember going to the Ringling Brothers surface, Circus, and they had like you could ride on the back of an elephant. And, like, I got to do that as a child. Like, so, I got like, up there with my mom and I rode cool. on the back of an elephant, <laughs> and it was super dope. So, question: That circus was it in a building or in a tent? It was a hundred percent in a tent. Yeah. Okay. So here's my question: Because I, I asked my girlfriend, and she's like, "I have no idea if it's in a tent or in a building." The circuses that I went to as a kid were in a building, and my question is: What? Yeah. So oh, that's weird. That is weird. So have you guys ever heard of the Shriners? Yeah. Like that, yeah. that yeah. group. Oh, have I heard of the Shriners? I hung out with the Shriners recently. So the Shri- the Shriners. Literally a year ago, I hung out with the Shriners. You, you told that story. Very interesting. They did, yeah. The Shriners in my hometown own a building, and they hosted the circus in this building. So I never went to a tent circus. I always went to a building circus. And I'm wondering... What are the pros and cons of a tent versus a building circus? <laughs> is the tent circus better because it's, it's authentic? It's is... more authentic for sure. I don't want to see my circus in a building. I love how That's... sketchy it is. It's like, <laughs> let's just put up this temporary thing and then uh, do it, and then we can disappear. It's like going to the pop-up It's like going to the It seems phase. more sketchy in a building. It seems really? more sketchy in a building? I think it seems more commercialized i think uh, do you remember in college where, but where's she going though i i have no idea oh you don't know she she didn't know either she, she just said my friends invited me to th- we were getting a live call from the no the circus. she goes um my friends invited me to the circus and then that brought up the is it a tent or a building because do you remember in college on the south side of Terre Haute, they had a circus and it was a tent circus but they had nowhere to put the fucking elephants and so this is like right across the street from the Chick-fil-A and there were just elephants roaming around the vacant lot because they didn't know what to do with the elephants for the circus. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. They didn't know what to do with the elephants with the circus? Yeah. They just Oh yeah, let's just let the elephants roam. Like they put up these fences that the elephants if they were any sort of smart could have absolutely just bulldozed. They were flimsy okay. whatever. Pretty They're sure so they just been like They're just you know, they off <laughs> and removable. No, I'm going to get some Chick-fil-A. They're smart animals. They just they they've been trained from a young age so that they can't go past the fence. So I again, my question is is a building circus more reputable than a tent circus? No. I feel as though it's less reputable. Less reputable. Why is it less reputable, James? It just it feels sketchy. Like every like in my mind, Circus Soleil was in a tent. I saw Circus Soleil in a tent. I saw normal circus in a tent. And like you know, the Ringling Brothers big tent circus, like yeah, it's in a tent. Yeah. It's not in a yeah. building. I it, want it to be like it's a sketchy guy in the alley that I'm looking to meet. It kind of feels meet. like I'm gonna see a show and then I'm gonna <laughs> 
Whatever. Then I'm gonna go about go about right. my life. I've watched the, the, the building piece. Makes it weird. That was an attempt. Yeah, that's. Do you need any more authenticity or realness yeah. than Bugs Life? Yeah. When come on the documentary. Seriously, oh, it's a documentary. It's a documentary. It's a Bugs Life is a documentary. I just learned yeah. that today. Two more questions about Circus C. Circai, Circa? Circa. <laughs> what circuses? One, what kind of life would that be? I feel like that would be a crazy life of just weird. Well, you can look up you can look up stories of people that were like kidnapped and had to do circuses their entire life because they were freaks. Or like oh. kids in the 1920s who ran away and joined the circus. Carnies are very much the same kind of thing. Carnivals, like you know, you just kind of get roped up in it, and that like, kind of sucks. But like you're like, I need to live, so like here I am. Question, but, but I feel like that was something back in the 1920s. Like we're we're in 2020. We still have carnies. Individuals. Yeah. We still have carnies. Oh no, we do. But I feel like their lives are not the same as it was when. Like I'm gonna run away and join the circus. Uh, you still could. I, I'm not saying you can't. I'm just are you saying thinking I feel about like it's making different. a career change. Yeah. No. What do you want to be? All I'm saying is this man chooses the worst beer on the podcast. Look at him again. <laughs> Look at this. He's gonna recommend another one. Woo. It can't be by another time. Oh, damn, he is. Fuck. <laughs> I have, like, a weird carnival story, actually. All right. I, I want to hear it. So, like, uh, where I, I grew up in Pensacola, Florida, and, like, they had the Pensacola Carnival. And, like, you, you know, like, old circuses and carnivals do, like, the, oh, see, like, the three, the two-headed lady, and it's, like, Siamese yep. twins, shit like that. This place, and I... I'll never forget it because like they're so common in the South. Had these, it's like see this monster rat thing, like it's like Master Splinter yes. type deal, yep. and it was a Nutra. Like they're just a big swamp rat, essentially. What is a Nutra? Oh, now I'm now I had to Google Nutra. Yeah, Nutra is like a big swamp rat. Was like, it like a, a capybara? Yeah, it kind of looks like a, it's like a but smaller kind of. Nutra? Yeah, Nutra? same thing. I got Neutrogena. Is that it? Just put Neutra Rat. <laughs> see what comes up. Oh, what? it looks like a beaver. Yeah, it kind of looks like a beaver. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a it's a beaver without the fun tail. Like, <laughs> <laughs> are you saying those tails are fun? They get to slap mud with them. That's pretty fun. That's why. I mean, relative to the giant rat tail this thing has, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god! What a trick! All, all I'm gonna say is the biggest rat I've ever seen was in New York City. Where hey, those rats are huge. Where I saw a squirrel, I was like, "Oh, hey, look, there's a squirrel," and I was like, "Oh, look, it has a friend." That's not a squirrel. <laughs> that was not a friend That's of the not squirrel. A cat. It was. No, you saw Master Splinter, my guy. Like, dude, it had a territory shit. war with that squirrel. It was unreal. And the funny thing about it is, we were in the subway beforehand, and we saw a subway mouse. And I was like, oh, hey, look, a uh, uh, New York City rat. Ha. And then I saw an actual rat in Central Park was like, Jesus you Christ. You give me your money. You're like, hey, here you go. Here you go. Here you, go. Here you can take it. It like mugged you in the Central yeah. Park. Dude, he, yeah, he knew Kung Fu. He had a knife. It was real. So the funny thing was, it was in Central Park, though. Mm-hmm. No, it's straight up in it, Central it was, Park where you're like, oh, nature. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> fucking huge city rat. Still it's, a nuclear uh, fucking rat. And then there were four turtles right behind him. It's 
kind of crazy. <laughs> That's why I actually gave the money. He asked for the money, but the turtles smacking their fucking weapons against their hand <laughs> like they're going to beat me up. Cheese pizza, and I was like, hey, yeah, you got it, bud. Like, get your New York slice hey, on me, bud. I'm, hey, walking, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. I will say I do like that bet we had in New York. Is the first person that said, hey, I'm walking here, had to just buy everybody like two rounds of drinks. And for that whole trip, none of us said it because we were like, I can't lose this bet now. No, no. <laughs> James, you ever been to New York? I actually have never been to New York. Oh, we're scheduling a trip. There we are. Oh, I'm, I'd be down for that. It's uh, so much fun. I'll be your tour guide. Been there I'm twice. Not. I'll be the tour guide. <laughs> what? Dude, I love New, New York. York hey, here. We did the fastest trip of, like, tour of New York ever. I'm pretty I'm sure it was, like, saying. six hours. <laughs> it was, but that, we hit a lot of stuff within six hours. Did we not? Honestly, the pizza place was the most, uh... Yeah, it was pretty solid. James. Best city you've ever visited? Uh, it still remains the same. I'm a huge fan of San Diego, California, and we'll stick by that for a long time. All right. All right, Thompson, best city you've ever visited? I, I don't want to say – I'm just going to say United States. I really enjoyed San Diego. I, I didn't want to say because it would make me sound like an absolute asshole. So I'm I'm gonna say San Diego. I also like I've been to a couple places. Want, I've been I, to I don't want United States. I want best city you've ever been to. Prague. Okay. That's fine. Prague is fucking dope. It's valid. Dude, it's so nice. Warner. However, can I can I just rep San Diego? I've been to I've been to San Diego. I've been to San Francisco, I've been to LA. San Diego blows both of them out of the water. Concur strongly. It's hard to argue against San Diego. Oh, you, I'm just you, you saying, were the, you were dude. It's, it's, that's fair. It, it's James, crazy. It's like we were all there at the same time. Well, James wasn't. But well, James, he was, he was on floating on some metal in the water. James, you yeah. lived there for a little while. Um, is San Diego a hidden gem? Because I don't think so. I I feel like San Diego is super underrated. Like everybody it's talks it's about underrated, LA. Yeah. No, it, it's it's under rep because like it's in California, so it gets the it automatically draws the ah uh, it's in California ire of everyone who's like is not a fan of California, and then like every time we talk about going to California, everyone immediately thinks of San Francisco or L.A. Man, San Diego, I could talk about how beautiful that place was and like the great mix of people, like of everything that makes it just so much better than the rest of like the major Sorry. cities in that state. Dude, I mean, I, I, like yes, like I've been to LA, I've been like other places in California, and like San Diego is really nice. And like with it having a smaller population, you don't have the same traffic issues that LA does, and you have a lot of the suburbs of San Diego are also very nice too. So like I'm not saying San Diego is bad. I just I'm just curious. And, what and James, correct me, if, correct me if I'm wrong. San Diego is only what an hour away from LA. It's about two hours, but that's. It's about two. Hours. I think if there wasn't so much traffic, it'd probably only be an hour. But it's about two hour drive, yeah. So I mean, you get, you get like all the LA benefits without being in LA. I mean, you're in I do want to throw out though that my my choice of San Diego, I have been to like outside of America to other cities, and like you know, I've been to Dubai, right? And it's supposed to be like one of the nicest cities in the world. And like, I don't know, when I got there and realized slavery was still a thing, I was like, maybe Dubai is not that great after all. Like, I, I've actually heard that about not the slavery necessarily, but that there's extreme poverty in Dubai. There's extreme wealth and there's extreme poverty. Yeah. It, it's indentured servitude, man. It's so much, it's so crazy in Dubai. 
kind of want to visit Dubai though. <laughs> like, yeah. like it, it does look crazy. I think I'll pass. Okay, well, I'm my good. bad. <laughs> All right, boys, it's that time of the night. Gonna, what time of the night? My best. Because oh. no one would ask. Oh. <laughs> anyway, it's fine. You know, don't worry, boys. I'll, I'll say mine. Anyway, hey, Sean, what's your favorite city? I'm gonna I'm gonna say like the, the the place that I visited that I think is like top tier was just Tokyo, but that's just because oh. it was. Like, and it's kind of a, it's also a cop out because it's the biggest city in the entire world. So, like, it's a little bit of a cop out, but like, I've never been somewhere that, like, I've seen as much shit in a week that I was there than anywhere else. I Is do. it bigger than Shanghai, actually? Yeah, it's, I think they have, I think they're the largest city. Like, they're at like 30 million or something like that. Crazy. It's huge. Yeah, I think wow. the only other city that I've heard of, like, crazy big is, I think it's Sao Paulo, Brazil, which is like 20 to 24 million people. The whole thing. We should Google this. I thought it was Shanghai and Delhi were like New Delhi were really. It's close. so arguable because it's like okay, well, what do you define as the city limit? You know. Well, I mean, like, it, I mean, it is yes, it, like there, there's definitely some scope there. You need to look at population density, right? I mean, they're still pretty high up on the population density, but, side as well. but I'm saying they're probably the highest on that. Like, if you, it, it's just a great city. I would, if anyone ever it's, has the time to ever go there, like you should. Like, it's it, all how you cut it, right? Yeah, but yeah, like you said. A lot of culture, a lot oh, of cool was, stuff. It, I've met a lot of different people there. Like, it, it, like out of all the places I've ever been that were outside of the U.S., like that's the place I met the most like non-U.S. citizens. Like, it's not just you know Japanese people. There's so many people from all aspects of life in the world in Tokyo. Now, if you go outside of Tokyo, not so much. You know, it's Tokyo is definitely the cultural hub of Japan, where you're going to see a lot of different people. If you go even an hour outside of Tokyo, you're going to only ever see Japanese people. Did you see some Tokyo drifting? I did not. Unfortunately, I was in uh, Shibuya, which is the uh, oh. in that movie Shibuya Roll. Yeah, it was the you know the little crosswalk that they had, but no, no one drifted through it when I was there. So it's kind of it, it's, it's disappointing, but you know it is what it is. Don't tell me that heard... a lie. Oh, sorry. No, go. No, for I've it. heard Japan is beautiful. I've never been, and I would love to go. Japan, from what I hear, has like the safest cities in the world. It is, and it, it is, it is very safe. Um, I watched like kindergartners walking to school. I thought it was pretty crazy. No adults, just little kids walking to school. I was like, what? I, I was with a. I feel like that's how America used to be, but you know. I, I don't know if America's ever had that level. Of, I don't know uh, if America's ever been that way. Yeah. Uh, like, but, but like I mean, also, before we give Japan too much credit, they had to get nuked twice before they got there. So. <laughs> hey, they recovered pretty well. All right. Well, pretty good recovery. Yeah, that's, that's, I will that's say. One of those things, yeah. Somebody in our chat said tragedy plus time equals comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a while ago too. That was that was a reference to the sub. So, yeah, yeah. Still, I mean that is still that is the mathematical equation. But it's that time of the night. What time of the night is it? It is the last call. Last call. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is The Last Call on The Last Call Podcast, where every week we do a little something different. By the way, have I ever told you how much I appreciate you for making that last call, little Diddy? I, I really like that Diddy. Yeah, it's me singing it and everything. Yeah, I'm glad I recorded it as Dude, well. We spent hours in the studio I, just perfecting your voice for that. <laughs> I have, my voice has never been more coarse <laughs> after that week than, yeah, it was horrible. 
Oh, I, I, I was like J.K. Simmons in uh, Whiplash. Just oh, make a sing it again. Sing it again. <laughs> sing it again. <laughs> but no, I really do like that uh, that little ditty that you put together. Before we are you about to 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 cut that, to what we're doing? Yes. All right, James. I got we gotta we gotta check in. Where are you at? How are you doing? Feeling phenomenal. Feeling phenomenal. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, I really put my heart and soul into finishing the six beers in 60 minutes. He's He texted me. He said he was determined. He is, I, th- I think, one of the few... One of the few that has actually accomplished the goal. And he said... I did it. I was the first, baby. Number he's, one. And he's going for number two as well. I'm about, I'm I'm about three quarters of a beer away. You got this. You got this. I'm about three quarters of a beer away. However, I got a host last call. So for this episode, this episode, close, close. this uh, segment of last call, uh, Sean, I'm still waiting for your last call. You criticized me the past two times. So uh, get on it. Um, we, <laughs> my last calls always land very well. You know, they take time to, you know, come to fruition, but they're always a, a fan favorite, honestly. So this is, I hope my computer doesn't fucking die <laughs> in the middle of this, but we are going to play three actors in a movie. That's what I'm going to dub this. So I'm going to give you three actors and, or, and, or actresses. And you have to tell me what movie these three people were in. Oh God. James, you're playing too. Are you ready? Let's get it. All right. First one. Uh, let's start off. Uh, let's start off easy. The three actors: Will Ferrell, Elf, John C. Riley, Set Brothers, Sasha Baron Cohen. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking uh, Talladega Nights. Nice, yeah. All right, there oh, we go. I think shoot. James. I think James beat Sean, but that was a good one. All he right. even had the lag, and he still got it. Good job. All right, let's go to really good internet. He's in DC, so I'd hope so. I know. All right, I'm going to do another Will Ferrell one. Will Ferrell, Woody Harrelson, Andre Three Thousand. <laughs> It's always the third one that's like you're like, yep, yep. Oh no. How many movies is Andre Three Huh? Is that Anchorman? No. No? Fuck. And and I did go through and I made these are popular movies that you have heard of. These aren't like obscure. I don't even know what movies Andre three thousand is in. I'm pretty sure. Is it Blades of like Blades of Fury? Or Blades of Glory, Glory? wasn't it? Was yeah, nope. yeah. Do you, oh, no. do you guys want a hint? Sure. Yeah. Woody Harrelson has been in a few of these types of sports movies. Uh, what's the basketball one? Uh, uh tropical semi-pro. Semi-pro. Fu- semi-pro. Yeah. Not is it semi-pro? Are, it's semi-pro. They were the tropics. Who is who yeah. is uh, coffee? Hundreds? Coffee black. Uh, yeah, sorry. They were the tropics, right? The yeah, the, the, the Flint yeah. tropics. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, Flint the, tropics. Flint, the Flint. <laughs> it's the Flint, Flint Michigan, Michigan Mega Bowl. <laughs> that was a good timing. Good job. I honestly forgot Woody Harrelson was in that. Movie. Gonna remember three things. All right, I, I can't remember. What, oh shoot, what are the three things? The, the next one, I don't know. You guys may or may not have seen this movie. I don't know. It, it is a popular movie. You will know the name. Ben Stiller. 
Brett Favre. Oh, whoa, what? And Cameron Diaz. <laughs> I don't fucking know. How? Man, I these went from are pretty easy. No, I won't even say pretty easy. We we had some I, difficulty. I, I don't like I said. I told him I don't know actors and actresses in movies because I mean a lot of these J- people. James, hold on, James, where are you? <laughs> where are you? I had, going? Up, like... I had to get up and adjust. That's I'm sitting in my like kitchen chair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just I, J- over. I just saw James and he's just leaving. He's like, Fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> this is bullshit. I mean, I don't blame you, but I mean, uh, is it? Uh, no, I had to. I had to stretch. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> you know, I could Fuck this. <laughs> I've been wanting to do the same thing for a while. So, let me... all right. So again, Ben Stiller. Yeah, I have no shot. On Brett Favre. And Cameron Diaz. Can we get a hint? These are hard. Um, it's a movie. It is a movie. That's that's no no no. I'm thinking it's it's. There's something about a girl. Something about uh... something about Polly. (laughs) You're you're mixing Ben Stiller movies. Damn it. Something about Mary. I don't know. Yes, <laughs> the movie is. There's something about Mary. Oh, and Long Came Paul is the other one. Damn it. Yep. Well, you you mix the two. <laughs> All right. So there's something about Mary. Brad Favre does make a cameo at the very end because everybody is in love with Mary, who is Cameron Diaz, mm-hmm. and that Brett Favre just shows up at the end, and everybody's like, "Is that Brett Favre?" <laughs> Charlie's Angels. Nice. All right. Next one. Jonah Hill, Bill Hader, Emma Stone. I don't know what that is. Oh. Accepted? Nope. Wait, what was it? One more time. Jonah Hill. Who's Buck? Who the fuck's Bill Hader? Bill Hader. He was on Saturday Night Live. That doesn't help me. Okay. And Emma Stone. He's also in uh, Barry, that movie, Um, or the TV show. Easy A? Nope. Damn it. Oh man! I feel like I knew it. You're you're gonna you will know it as soon as what, I tell you. Crazy! I've, once I'll, you tell me, I I've will. I've seen like two Emma Stone movies, so I don't think I'm gonna know it. And Easy A is one nope, of them. You will one. Spider Man is one of them. You're gonna make. Uh, you will have seen this movie. Is it War Dogs? It is not. All right, I'm done. I guess Miles it's not. Teller it's not one was. of the. It, uh, it is a comedy. It's not one of the uh, American Pie movies, is it? It is that genre, that type of comedy. Okay. Euro trip. Nope. Fuck. I need a hit. Bigelow, American Gigolo. I'll give you one more actor. I said three actors in a movie. I'll give you one more actor to see if it helps you. Okay. Michael Sarah. Super bad. Super bad. It's really? super bad. James got so Bill Hader's the cop. Emma Stone is the kind of lead girl. <laughs> yep. And then Jonah yeah. Hill is the one of the main characters. I thought, um, what's the Bogle? No, the other McLovin. The, no, I don't McLovin. But like the the cop is like Seth. Um, Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen's the other cop. I, I I was gonna give you Seth Rogen, but then I threw Michael oh, Sarah. I, I, I don't yeah. know who the fuck Bill Hader is though, so that's fine. All right, the next one, Tobey Maguire, Spider Man. Isla Fisher. <laughs> Who the... It's pizza time. Married to Sasha Barry Conan. Fucking lucky bastard. 
and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, that's uh, Greg Gatsby. Look at James. All right, dude, Spider-Man, 100%. <laughs> He's, it's, it's Spider-Man. Toby Spider-Man, Maguire, Spider-Man, is it Spider-Man? Yeah, it's, it's, pizza, no, it's pizza time. <laughs> That's all it is. Tobey Maguire, Isla Teenage Fisher, Ninja Turtles. and Leonardo DiCaprio, the great Gatsby. Tobey Maguire was Spider-Man. That's all it is. He never did all right, anything else. All right, let's, let's see if I can get you guys one of these. Who? And I did put these actors in a different order. Oh. I still don't know who that is. Anyway, go for it. Liam Hemsworth. Okay. Woody Harrelson. Jennifer Lawrence. The Hunger Games? Wow. Look at Sean. Oh. I only know like two of her movies. <laughs> and one of them was like someone. Sean, big Hunger Games fan. <laughs> well, I read the books. And then she was in the movies. Was Jennifer she Lawrence was in, in the, the book books? <laughs> she played Katniss Everdeen. She had that. a cameo in the book. All right. Two more. Two more. Russell Crowe. Get him to the Greek. Paul Giamatti. Get him to the Greek. Renee Zellweger. Gladiator. I honestly don't know what Well, Russell Crowe is the main person in Gladiator, but it is not Gladiator. Fuck. It is a... I I will say it is a sports movie. Oh, we have an EZ in the chat. EZ. Wow. Uh, well, I think that was about the. Well, she said Hunter Games instead of Hunger Games. But, <laughs> <laughs> a little different, but uh, uh, that was Russell Crowe in a sports bro. I don't know. I gotta step away for two seconds. All right. Oh, he is getting up and leaving. <laughs> he, he's no longer oh, serious. This time. No longer enthralled with <laughs> James has left the chat. All right. Russell Crowe in a. Right. We'll be we'll be here movie? when you get back, James. Yes, it, it is a. I'm gonna, it's not a major sports movie, but it is still a sport. Cricket. Nope. Uh, dude, what? Um, I only we know don't even know. Can we get so, another hint? Um, <laughs> deal with it. I, it's it's hard to give a, a good hint on this one. Is it? Because I don't. It's, it's the I don't okay. Know. Okay. So, so what? What does Russell Crowe do in Gladiator? Like, like as the Gladiator, he does what? He literally kills people. Okay. So he fights other people. So he fights people in this movie as well. What a hint! And it's a sport. How many sports do you fight people in? Boxing. Boxing. Hey, and MMA. I don't know any fucking boxing Kickboxing. movies. Okay, well then apparently is James, it James is it Rocky? With hey, the, James, the... welcome back. We uh, still oh, haven't solved it. <laughs> James, please, yeah, please come back. James, Did you Google it while you were gone. By James? we discovered it. Oh, no, six beers with you, quick. It's it's, <laughs> it's a Russell Crowe, Paul Giamatti, Renee Zellweger boxing movie. Oh, yeah, I don't watch fucking boxing. Is it Rocky? No. Is it the fighter? No, no, it's not the fighter. That's an MMA one, right? The <laughs> fighter is MMA. Yeah, what is it? Fucking million right. dollar you baby. Know what? I have you no know fucking what? idea. Deal with it. No, what did I get Deal up? with it knows it, and I want, uh, I want them to put it in the chat. I think she knew what the Hunger Games was. I let me let me tell no, you straight no, up. No, she, no. When, she when, does not know it. <laughs> all right, she fine. put e- I, I, I'm gonna, easy. OMG. I'm just gonna knock this one out and say huh, boxing term. <laughs> it is 
Cinderella Man. Yeah, no, oh my movie. God. Fair I'm enough. good. Last one. Let me get the uh, last. Go for it. All let, right. me, let me get the last one. Music going. Okay. Denzel Washington, flight. Ryan Gosling, flight. Hayden Panettiere. Oh, that's easy. It's uh the football movie. It is um uh, uh, uh oh my god. What? Remember the Titans. Hey. And he comes out. I only knew I, in the last <laughs> call. Finally, I you, I contributed. Man, maybe I should have made the last Wait. one or the other one, the last one. Did you guys not hear that? Where am I behind? Did you say? Did you say remember the Titans? Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry. I we, didn't. we did miss it. I just heard. Of, I think you got a little excited and you peaked the mic. Probably. All I heard was oh, um. Um. Uh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was I doing that? Yes, you were. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, I'm sorry. My uh, thumping of the bar top probably messed you up. <laughs> no, it's all good. But James, thank you for being on with us, man. It's good to talk to you. Good to have you on. Uh, Final thoughts? Yeah. Oh my gosh, love being here. Uh, really enjoy the show. Love participating in the show. I hope. To hope you guys ever have me back. Would love to come back. Hey, long-time uh, caller or long-time listener, first-time caller. You know, we love it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah I absolutely love it. Uh, highly recommend that you run with the idea you had before. Make some Last Call podcast merch so I can sit here with my beer mug and watch on Fridays. There you go. James, thank you very much, man. Glad to have you on. We will have you back on. I'm, uh, I'm sure of it. For the last call podcast, you, wait, I'm sorry. Do, do you guys have anything else? No, I'm good. James, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. I really love being here. All right. For the last call podcast, I'm Aaron. That's Nick. That's Sean. Thank you, James. And we hope you have a great fucking Friday. I